Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. Hello and welcome to the Enterprise Now radio show. I am your host, LZ Flinnard, and I have with me Anita Clinton. And um, when I tell you, we, we had a brief conversation before we started the, recording the conversation here. And I already I told her we I already have a, a couple of golden nuggets that I need to go back and um, and, and think about. So um, you are in for a treat. This is going to be a wonderful, wonderful conversation. So um, I'm not going to bore you with any housekeeping. I just want to really just jump right into uh, this conversation. So, Anita, every week I have guests on and I tell them you're uh, free to tell us about yourself, but. But when I say that, I mean, you are free to go all the way back to the day you were born or you can start more current day. Tell us about yourself. I love it. So I typically like to start with the story of um, kind of how I got on the path that I'm on today. And so that story takes me back to my college days. So I was an athlete. Um, I was pretty good. I received a full scholarship to attend the University of Illinois at Champaign-Urbana, a Big Ten school, and basketball was my life. It was who I was. It defined me. Um, my identity was linked to me being an athlete. And so my junior year, um, our second Big Ten game, I completely ripped my knee to shreds. And my basketball career pretty much ended. And so here I am, this young girl who believed that she would play professional basketball. Um, now I'm injured. I have an injury that has really taken me out of the game. And what do I do? Who am I? And so going through that process, um, I decided my life was no longer worth living because I, who I was, who this new person was, I, I didn't know who she was. And so I decided to take all the pills that they had given me for my knee surgery, but so to have reconstructive surgery. And I took all of those pills. I laid down. I said an apologetic prayer to God and went to sleep with the hopes of never waking up again. And I always say, but God, but God had a different plan for my life. And so not only did I wake up, um, I was taken to the hospital and stomach got pumped that whole nine, spent a week in um, the mental ward. And, and during that time, it just gave me time to think, like, okay, God, you saved my life. Why? What is it that you want me to do? And so from that point on, I believe that God began to speak to me around what it is that he really called me to do, because basketball wasn't what he called me to do. It was just the things that I did that I excelled at, but it wasn't who I was. And so I needed to find who Anita was. And so through that process, I say it's been a 20-year journey of discovering who I am, who it is that he really called and created me to be. And what I figured or found out over that period of time 
is that I'm a connector. I exist in this world to help connect people to what it is that they're supposed to be doing in this world because we all have a unique assignment. There is a reason that we are on this earth. There's a reason that we exist. And unfortunately, too many of us die and leave the earth without ever knowing what it is that they were called to do, let alone stepping into that thing. And so I'm here to change that. So I exist to help people connect to their purpose, their reason, their destiny in this world. Because at the end of the day, I believe that when you're doing what you are purposed to do, there's happiness, there's joy, there's fulfillment, as opposed to getting up, going to a job every day that you hate, but you have to go because you need it to financially support you and your family. There is a way that you can do it where you go and do what you were created to do. You have happiness, you have joy, there's prosperity inside of it. And you love what you do and you're making an impact on the world in which we live. Wow. I don't, I don't know where to start. Let me, um, let me try to gather my thoughts here. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I know where I start. So you, you play basketball at U of I. So we have a connection there and I'll tell you, I'll tell you the connection. So I, I went to Southern Illinois university, uh, down in Carbondale. So, um, so definitely familiar with, uh, U of I Champaign and, um, what you guys do up there. I can't say that I, I root for the Illini, but, um, but it's a good school. And, uh, like I said, I grew up in Southern Illinois. So, um, uh, that's cool stuff. Um, so let's talk about basketball a little bit. Now, um, this is uh, on the heels of uh, the uh, great season by the Milwaukee Bucks and uh, everything that they have going on. Tell, what, what, do you, what do you think about that? Do you, are you hopeful um, uh, that they'll, they'll turn it around or, and kind of build from here and, and become uh, a great team to kind of fill their, uh, fulfill their uh, potential? Or are you kind of skeptical? So I'm over here smiling profusely. <laughs> because I am so disconnected from basketball. It's so interesting. Like, that was my life for 22 years. Uh-huh. And now I'm completely disconnected. Wow. Um, the knee injury, like, just the end, when, when that happened, like, my love for the game left, wow. um, the desire to be involved left. So I can't even watch basketball anymore. So I have no clue what the Bucks are doing. Wow. <laughs> That is actually a really good insight, right? Because a lot of times people, when when they have a setback or um, or I'll call it a failure or something that doesn't go how they planned it, they hold on to it forever and it, it hinders them in the future. So talk a little bit about that, how to how to take how you took that setback um, and kind of just moved on from it. Something, something you love, something that was your life, and you just you moved on from the setback. Yeah. So, of course, it was major disappointment, right? Absolutely major disappointment. But one of the things that I've learned about who I am and how I operate, I'm pretty black and white. It is or it isn't for me. And when basketball was, it was everything that I focused on. And when it became no more, it just didn't exist. At least in my mind, in my world, it just didn't, it didn't exist anymore. And that search to figure out, okay, why did you save me? Why am I here? What do you want me to do? That became my focus. And so basketball, I still know how to play the game. I still understand the game. Um, but I'm just not drawn to that anymore. That, that love that I had for it, it's completely gone. It has been replaced with the love and desire that I have to see people living out their purpose. Wow. So let's talk a little bit about that. How, how did you 
find your purpose. I know you mentioned that, you know, that that's something that um, that motivates you, inspires you. But how does one get to that place where they know what their purpose is? So for me, it was more of a, um, a spiritual experience. I'll put it that way. So I was reading the Bible. I was studying um, Joshua. So the book of Joshua is the story of Joshua, who was Moses's replacement. And so once Moses died, Joshua was being charged to take the children of Israel into the promised land. And so I'm sitting there and I'm reading the passage of scripture and what I hear in my spirit. And, and, you know, I, I try to stay away from, you know, what God told me, but I do believe that this was God's direction for me is that I was a modern day, a modern day Joshua. And at the time, this was 2006. At the time, I remember writing it in my journal and writing down, you know, the passage where God is talking to Joshua, telling him to be bold and courageous inside of what it is that he's doing because he's going to lead the people into the promised land. And I was like, God, what does that mean? I'm a modern day Joshua. What, what does that mean? Like, give me some more. I need more than that. And so over the years, um, he just began to show me, like, I have all of these gifts and all of these talents, and I had been using those in various areas. But it didn't make sense how they all work together. And so once it became clear to me that, okay, I am leading the people into their promised land or the place that they were created to operate in is what I call the promised land in, in, our, in our society. I needed to be able to do all of those different things that I could do in order to help people because it's different for every person and everyone doesn't need the exact same thing. And so I need to be able to create strategy for this person, or I need to be able to create brand development for this person, or I needed to be able to help this person create content so they could market and share the information that they had. And so once that connected for me, I could just make so much sense. And I understood, okay, this is why you can do all of these different things and you can do them well. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. So, Anita, this is a really good place to take a break. So we're going to um, take a break and we'll be back. And I want to talk about some of the um, the entrepreneurial or business insights that um, that we kind of talked about a little bit um, before. But um, I kind of want to hone in and, and kind of detail some of those things for uh, for the folks listening. So uh, we'll be back right after this. There are tons of similarities between athletes and business owners. There are keys to success, ways to separate yourself from the competition, and definitely ways to measure success. The greatest athletes in the world have a coach, someone to help them identify blind spots, to hold them accountable, and to give them honest feedback on their performance. Business owners are no exception. Every business owner entrepreneur needs a coach, someone who can help maximize your performance and grow your business. That's what we do here at Enterprise Now. We help launch, grow, and maximize your business. To learn more, please visit us at enterprise-now.biz or give us a call at 866-610-1806. We look forward to talking with you. Welcome back to the Enterprise Now radio show. Uh, If you missed it, we are talking with Anita Clinton of Repurpose My Content. And she just shared with us um, really about purpose, how to find your purpose and how to hone in and focus. Um, Tenacity is one of the things that I got from um, from um, our conversation is um, just being honed in and dialed in and focused on what it is that um, your call or your purpose or your mission is. So. um, So, Anita, let's. um, 
make a transition here and, and talk a little bit about um, business. What are some of the, the challenges that you faced in your business? Yeah, so for me getting started, so I quit my job uh, December 31st of last year. And before I quit my job, I've always had a business. So I've, I've always been a part-time entrepreneur in some form or fashion for over the last 15 years. And so last year, it got to the point where I was working full-time in my job, which, now don't get me wrong, I love my job. They paid me very well for what I did. And I was working full-time in my business. And it got to the point where I said, you know, something has got to give here. Like, something has to give. And so I decided, look, if I'm going to be all in with this business thing, let's just go all in. Let's quit the job and let's go all in. And so what I ended up doing is I went all in. And so I started off, I had a brand development company. And so I would help individuals, organizations, nonprofits develop their brand. Um, and, you know, our brands are, are essential because they define who we are to the world. And so just really tuned in zoomed in and, and to understand what that really meant and how I could best service individuals and organizations inside of developing their brand. And so from the brand development, we transitioned into helping people repurpose content. Because as we all know, in the entrepreneurial world, content is king. So you have to be able to provide relevant content via blogs, um, articles, videos, audios like podcasts or radio uh, broadcasts, et cetera, providing useful and relevant information to your target audience. Well, we're all creating this content. We're creating an excessive amount of content and we're using it one time. And so my thought was we're creating the content already. Why not figure out a way to repurpose that content and put it on multiple platforms, multiple mediums and make it look different but still providing that relevant and useful information. And so it saves us time as opposed to having to write two to three articles a, a week. We can now write one and then turn around, turn that same article into an ebook, turn it into an infographic, turn it into a, a checklist or information type sheet or some other resource that we can use to market throughout the rest of the week on various platforms. Gotcha. Now, what um, what was your process in determining if that was go if that was a um, a viable business? Uh, did you take yep, classes? Did you have um, <laughs> coaching? What? How did you arrive to that uh, decision? So last year, twenty sixteen, um, I was looking. I had thought for myself for my own business. So I had started. So Anita Clinton Enterprises is the umbrella for which all my three divisions sit under, right? So my one division is me as an author speaker. The second division is me as a, um, I'm sorry, repurpose my content. And then the third division is what I call Be Great Ministries, which is my online teaching ministry. And so for my online teaching ministry, I was creating content and creating content and it was really time consuming. And so I was looking to hire somebody that could come in to take the content that I was creating and spread it out across multiple media. And so I interviewed people and interviewed and interviewed, and I couldn't find anyone that could do what I needed done on the level that I wanted it done on. Um, I, I like clean, crisp graphics that look stunning, that are eye-catching, and that's what I wanted. So I found people who could do it, but they wasn't doing it on the level of excellence that I wanted. 
And so me and one of my old business partners, we were having a conversation and she was looking for the exact same thing. And so we decided we were going to come together and put our money together. We was willing to pay up to $1,500 a month for this person to come in to help us repurpose the content that we had already created and was going to be created in the future. We couldn't find anybody. And so when I got ready to quit my job toward the last quarter of last of 2016, I thought, wow, I bet you if my friend Marky and I are looking for someone to do this, there has to be other people that are out there also searching for someone to be able to come in to do this. And guess what? <laughs> and so out of a need that I had, I built repurpose my content. Wow. So talk, talk to us a little bit about, because one of the things that I think um, is, a, is a challenge for um, business owners and entrepreneurs is recognizing opportunities. Um, and I, I think a part of that is, is having the proper mindset to look for those types of opportunities. So talk a little bit about that. How, how does one shift their mindset to be open uh, to those opportunities? Yeah, you know, for me, I'm a thinker. And so I'm always sitting somewhere analyzing things. I tell my friends, when I lay down at night, it's really hard for me to fall asleep because my mind is just racing. And I'm always looking for new and innovative ways to do things. And now that repurpose my content is so new and fresh and innovative um, because it does exist out there. But I think that the way that I'm doing it brings a different twist to it. And so because I'm always in search of knowledge and information, like I attend at least four to five conferences a year because I want to know, I want to be in the know. I want to know what's going on, what's out there. I love to read. I love to write. So I'm always searching for something. And when you're in search of something, you're always going to find something, right? So it may not be exactly what you want, but you'll be able to find something that and for me, that I can turn around and twist it and be like, hmm, why can't I take this piece and create this over here? So how can I do that? And so for me, and that just comes easy um, because I am a thinker and because I'm always searching for, for more. I want to know what, what's the next best thing. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So talk, um, you mentioned before uh, all in. Talk about that a little bit, this, uh, this all in principle. Yes. So what I'll share with you is that I attended a conference. I just got back from Texas uh, yesterday. And the the final message that was delivered at the conference was this concept of, of being all in. And, and he was asking the question of, are you all in? Inside of whatever it is that you're doing, are you all in? And it was so interesting that we started out talking about basketball because there's a basketball reference for this. When you get on the court, are you, are you playing the game all in or are you just running through and just doing whatever, you know? And years ago, I wrote this, um, this piece and this, this is a, this is a really good analogy, but I was watching, um, Venus Wood, Serena Williams play, um, oh, and I can't think of the name of the other player, but Serena should have won the game, but she didn't. She lost the game because she didn't show up. Physically, she was there, but mentally, she didn't show up to play the game. And the other, I think her name was Maria something. And the other lady, the opponent came in probably thinking that she was going to lose, but she was going to give it her all. 
in spite of whether she win or whether she win or or, or loses the game. So they're, they're playing the game and they're playing the match. And so I'm listening to the commentator and he makes this comment. He says, for every serve that Serena executes, there's a 25% chance that the opponent is going to return that serve back over the net. 25%. So 75% of her serves gets her a point. I was like, whoa, like that's serious business, right? And so you're looking at the stats of Serena and you're looking at the stats of her opponent and there's no way that the opponent should win. But the opponent ends up winning the game because Serena, she wasn't all in. She wasn't all in. And so when we talk about being all in inside of whatever it is that you're doing, like, are you doing everything that you can to make sure that what you're doing is successful? And what does that look like, right? You know, sometimes we just wing it. And as opposed to sitting down, thinking through the processes and creating a strategy to make sure that at the end, you reach whatever that ultimate goal is. You know, my coach calls it reverse engineering. She says, Anita, what's the big picture? Okay, we got the big picture. Now, what are the strategies? What are the steps? What are the milestones? What are the processes that we need to put into place? So when it's all said and done, you have worked your way up to reach that end goal, that end result. That's being all in. You're doing everything that you can do to make sure that at the end of the day, you can at least say, I gave it my all. Win or lose, I gave it my all. And most of the time when we do that, we win. Good stuff. Good stuff. So um, I'm looking at, at my notes here and I have um, uh, life after setbacks. I have purpose, um, honing in on your skills, talents, gifts. I have timing, focus, all in principle, recognizing opportunities, being open to learn and education, showing up to play the game. So talk a little bit about recognizing those opportunities, um, educating yourself, being a lifelong learner. Uh, and one of the, the comments you made earlier uh, is activating what you learn. Talk a little, a little bit about that because it, it's kind of two different things, right? It's, it's one thing to have the, 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 to know what you should do, but then getting over that hump or kind of separating yourself um, uh, is executing what you learn. So talk a little bit about um, that, not only educating and learning, but ex- executing and activating what you learn. Yeah, no, that's really good because, so one of the things that I said to you before we got started was, I love conferences. I do. I love events. And like I said earlier, I love information. I love knowledge. But inside of getting the information, the knowledge, um, I'm always looking for ways to activate it. And it's really interesting because I do a monthly book club. So it's online. We do live on Facebook every month. And for each of the books, the first thing that I say when we open up is, hey, we read this book. Oh, I'm sorry, at the very end. So we read the book. Now, what principles inside of this book can you take out and apply in your life, in your business, in your world, in your day-to-day? Because that's important to me. I think that so many times we're getting all this information and we're attending all of these conferences and workshops and seminars, and we get the information and we don't do anything with it. You know, we'll buy the little packages that they have and, you know, we'll pay hundreds of dollars for that, sometimes thousands, and then we get home and we put it on the bookshelf and it just stays there. And nothing inside of it gets executed or we implement it inside of what we're doing. No, get the information and then figure out 
But whatever it is you're doing, how you can apply that information. And so that all in, are you all in concept? I've been really spending today just thinking through, okay, Nita, how, what do you need to do to ensure that you're all in inside of these areas that you're working on? What, what can you do differently? Because I believe that if I play this game as hard as I can, like I'm going to get results. I'm going to get either the results that I'm looking for or I'm going to figure out something else and achieve some other different result. Gotcha. Gotcha. So let's um, let's take a break. And, and when, when we get back, I want to dig into repurpose my content into the gory details of what it is that you guys do and kind of what you guys do differently from um, from the rest of the crowd. We'll be back right after this. There are tons of similarities between athletes and business owners. There are keys to success, ways to separate yourself from the competition and definitely ways to measure success. The greatest athletes in the world have a coach, someone to help them identify blind spots, to hold them accountable and to give them honest feedback on their performance. Business owners are no exception. Every business owner entrepreneur needs a coach, someone who can help maximize your performance and grow your business. That's what we do here at Enterprise Now. We help launch, grow, and maximize your business. To learn more, please visit us at enterprise-now.biz or give us a call at 866-610-1806. We look forward to talking with you. Welcome back to the Enterprise Now radio show. If you, if listen, if you missed it, I don't I don't know what to tell you, but the good news is if you go to the website www.wqyl-db.com slash podcast, you'll find all of our past conversations with wonderful guests just like Anita. Um, and uh, we're, we're actually going to put some of the some of the bullet points um, of the insights that I've gathered on uh, the website as well, as well as the podcast show notes. So um, so check that out and, and re-listen to it and download it, subscribe, um, leave us a review, let us know how we're doing, what things we can do better and that type of thing. So Anita, repurpose my content. I want to know everything about you guys, what you do, how you do it, and why you guys do it better. I love it. So essentially what we do is we help our clients take the content that they're already creating. So whether that's audio, video, or written content, and we repurpose that content to create eBooks. We create infographics. We create social media memes. We create checklists. Um, we create cheat sheets. So whatever other mediums we can use to recreate that content so that our clients can share that content on various platforms. So whether they can put it on their blog, whether they can include it in their email marketing campaigns, whether they can include it in their social media profiles. And with social media, the ultimate goal is we want to get people to come back to the client's website. And what we've started doing now is I'm like, okay, so let's take this to the next level. Let's figure out ways that we can help our clients make money in the process. So they're, they're creating this content. So why not let's have a $7.99 or a $9.99 or maybe even a $1.99 product that the person who's looking at this repurposed content on social media or other platforms can now come to the website and take advantage of whatever that promotional item that we're doing. So now there's revenue that's being generated for the client 
inside of the content that we're repurposing on those various mediums. And so it's working out very well for my clients. It's freeing them up, giving them time to, to do the things that they love, you know, because at the end of the day, yes, we may love writing content, but it can be very time consuming, especially if you're trying to put out content on a consistent basis. And in this world that we live in, as far as marketing is concerned, consistency is key. And so you got to continue to have fresh and new ideals and concepts um, in order to be consistent with your audience or your target audience that you're going after. And so that's what we do. Uh, we make their their products, whatever that end product, look absolutely amazing. Uh, creative design is one of the areas that um, I have a strong skill set in. And so I like for things to look good, to look simple, crisp, and, and be aesthetically appealing. So that that's my ultimate goal, is to take their content, make it look appealing, and then promote that content for the clients on their behalf. So what does that process look like? Is it typically the client coming up with um, the types of content that they want to repurpose? Or is that um, you guys sitting down and, and kind of creating a strategy behind what kind, what message they want to um, project and um, to the customer and, and what content best reaches that, that, uh, that customer? Or um, help, walk me through the, how that process works. So it's a combination of both. So it kind of depends on what the client has. So I have one client who, she's a speaker. And so it's all she does is she travels and she speaks. She does presentations. And she has over 100 PowerPoint presentations. And so she saved everything. And she's done a really good job of taking her PowerPoint slides and creating uh, slide shares and posting them on slideshare.net. But we took that content. She, since she has so much of it already, she doesn't really need to create any other content. So we took what she had and we started to repurpose what she already had over the years that she had been created. Some of it she had to kind of go in and update to make it more current. But for the most part, she didn't really have to create any new content. And so each week we post something new. And there's a free giveaway that pulls people in because she wants to build her email list. So we have a free giveaway that's pulling them in, so whether it's an ebook or infographic or what have you, to get the people's email addresses. And then once we get their email address, now we start a six-week autoresponder that's communicating with them. So it's providing proof and credibility, um, providing information where the people that are reading, they can begin to trust her. Um, we're doing it consistently. Um, it talks about who she is, her leadership abilities, why you should trust her, why you should follow her. And then they get to her personality, which is amazing. Um, she has an amazing personality. Uh, she makes you laugh. She's going to make you smile. And so we want to make sure that all of that comes through in that six-week autoresponder. And then that very last email is the ad. So we're asking them to buy whatever the product is that we've set in place for them to take advantage of. And we made sure that that product is going to provide them with valuable information that they can take and apply to whatever it is that they're doing. And so with her, that just made sense. I have another client who she doesn't have content. And so for her, I'm sorry, she does. She does videos. So she does a Facebook video every morning. It's like 10 minutes. And the nuggets that she is dropping is amazing. I'm like, <laughs> I said, do you can those out? And she was like, no, I just kind of wake up and whatever's on my mind, that's what I'm sharing. I was like, I wish I can do that because I have to plan everything. <laughs> like, I need an outline. I need notes in between, bullet points. I need all of that. 
And she just gets on as she's driving to her job and she just shares her heart. And so we're taking that content that she's been sharing for the last six months, every day of the week. And now we're starting to repurpose that to create. She She could probably have a full book by the time we're done with this. But we're creating these little mini ebooks. And now we're creating infographics. We're creating memes that are taking quotes from things that she's saying for her to now use that 10-minute video that she's doing every day to spread it across, um, to create her blogs, to create her email marketing campaigns, et cetera. So it kind of depends on what the client already has and then what can we create. And as I said earlier, I like new and innovative things. And so I love when I get challenges because now I get to think we're okay. How can we make this work where it's beneficial for my client and at the end of the day, they're increasing their audience, they're increasing their exposure, they're increasing their sales. Gotcha. So, um, so how much of it is the is what the client has to do? I'm just trying to understand. So, for instance, like if it's it's me, and I have, um, let's say I write a blog, and um, I come, I say, Anita, I need your services. How much of it is me doing stuff? Like, or is it I basically do the blog and you be, you take it from there, and there's nothing else I have to do? Help me understand that, um, you know that that dynamic. Yep. So it's up to you. So it's how much involvement you want to have. Okay. So if you want to just give me the blog, I take it and I have freedom to create a social media mem, an infographic, an ebook, or whatever. Um, you say, look, here it is. You do what you do and, you know, build me at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. I got it. However, if you want to have more input as to, you know, I got this blog here that I wrote. Can we create this one into an infographic? Perfect. I have this other blog here that I wrote. I would like to turn this into an ebook. Great. I have this blog here that I wrote. Can we create a cheat sheet out of this one? So the client can give me direction on which way they want to go inside of how I'm creating the new medium, mm-hmm. or they can leave it up to me. I love when they leave it up to me because then I get to be creative right, and do what I do best. And at the end of the day, they've already delivered the blog. So they've done their part. And then now I can come in, add my creativity to their part, and then we push that out and promote it on a larger scale. Gotcha. Now, do you do any content production as well? I do. So I help if a client is interested in creating a podcast. Um, I have one client, we do webinars every other month and then we do the webinar. So I pretty much manage the entire uh, platform for this particular client. I create all of the graphics or the branding for whatever the content is that they're presenting. Uh, we do a workbook that goes along with the webinar. And the client just pretty much shows up and and do a, and does a presentation, and so I handle all of the emails that go out to the people that sign up for the webinar. And then the other thing that we do with this particular webinar is we take it and we turn it into a digital course. So she does a free webinar that she invites up to a hundred people to come on and attend live. We take that free webinar, we record it, and we turn around and repurpose that into a digital course that she turns around and sells for three hundred dollars. So we do help create content. If you have an ebook that you want to write or a book that you want to write, um, I love writing. And so we can actually create your ebooks or your books. And we do all of the design, the formatting for it. We get it prepared for um, e-readers as well. So we'll do all of the behind the scenes work for you. Um, but the content in and of itself is pretty much up to the client. So for the podcast, you're creating the platform or the, the content that you're delivering. Mm-hmm. We just help you 
with developing the platform to deliver it on, if that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. And I think that that's a awesome business model. I think there's a very, very large need for uh, what you guys do. There is. There is. Because once again, we all know that content marketing is, is vital inside of the exposure for our business. Because if we look at, look at the world or our target audience, there's so much information that's coming their way. And if you don't catch their attention in the first two to three seconds, they're going to move on to the next person. So you have to be providing valuable content that's going to speak to them to get them to stop and look at you <laughs> and look to see what it is that you're doing. And so the more ways that you can share that content and get it out there, and once again, make it look aesthetically pleasing so that it's eye-catching, um, the better for you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, Anita, this is the my least favorite part of the show. Uh, it's the part where we have to say goodbye. Our time has come to an end. Um, <laughs> but I always like to give um, my um, guests the opportunity to kind of give some words of wisdom, some insights to um, business owners or entrepreneurs that, um, you know, that will help them uh, either manage or grow their business. Yep. I love it. So since we're talking about repurposing content, um, I've actually put together a free ebook called Five Ways to Stretch the Content You Already Had. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the information in there, but I do want to make that available uh, to your audience if they go to repurposemycontent.com. And on the very home page, um, it says, Yes, I Want It. So you click that button and you can get the uh, ebook, Five Ways to Stretch your con- the Content You Already Had. But one way that you can stretch the content that you already have, which is what we've kind of already talked about, but creating the infographic. So if you are a speaker or a trainer and you're constantly doing presentations, take the, some of the content in the presentations because ideally when we're creating a presentation, we got some bullet points that we're working on. And there's, you know, there's five keys or five principles or five tips. Take those five tips or keys or principles and turn that into an infographic where you're giving um, just a, a general overview of each one of those tips or um, principles, et cetera, in the infographic. And then at the very bottom of that infographic, you have a notation that tells people to go to your website to download the full presentation, right? So they can get the full presentation for free. And so email lists um, for entrepreneurs are vital. They're key inside of growing our business. And so you give the presentation away for free in exchange for an email address. Because once you have a person's, your, your potential client's email address, now you can continue to communicate with them on an ongoing basis. Based on whatever, you know, maybe you have a new product or service coming out, you can use that email address to promote that product or service. But the key is you can't just speak to them when you want to sell something. You got to be speaking to them throughout, providing them valuable information that's not about selling. It's just about giving them knowledge and information that they can use. So then, when you come with an email to sell something to them, they already know, like, and trust you because of what you've already been providing them. And so now they can trust that, okay, I can support. And, you know, there's something called the law of reciprocity. If you're giving, 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 people feel inclined to reciprocate that. So when you do offer something for sale, they feel inclined to buy whatever it is that you're offering because you've been giving, giving, giving to them beforehand. 
You want to shoot out your contact information, how people can reach out to you? Absolutely. So I am um, Anita, I'm sorry, A.C. Clinton, so two C's, A-C-C-L-I-N-T-O-N, the number one on all social media, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, it's A-C-C-L-I-N-T-O-N, and the number one. Uh, my website is www.repurposemycontent.com. In addition, I have AnitaClinton.com as well. And so reach out, connect, you have questions. Uh, I'm really good at follow-up. Um, so go to my site, go to the contact form, ask your questions, get the free giveaway, you know, the five ways to stretch the content you already have. And um, yeah, let's talk. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again for um, being on the show and and giving us the golden nuggets. So we uh, definitely have action items and things that we can take from this conversation. And to the listeners, thank you so much for listening. Um, Again, we have been talking with Anita Clinton, Repurpose My Content. Uh, Don't forget to go to uh, the website to check her out, reach out and support her business. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.